eyes I can't come here and die I can't come here and lose it Got all this shit on my mind Like what the fuck I'm a day Why well, I can't pay me in time My baby just ripped me my mood I tell you just cut off my line I tell you just cut Hi guys, welcome to the Echo Chamber. I'm Jade and I'm Ez. And today we're going to talk about freedom. So the question: What would living freely look like for you? It's mad because I knew that question was coming, but I haven't thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> as um, I was reading, I was thinking that as well. Yeah, my water by some time. Um, <laughs> Okay. Um, what would for living freely look like for me? Good question. Um, I would have I would have money, lots of money. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> Stop making me shy. Um, yeah, I'd have money. I'd have lots and lots of money. Um, to like travel when I wanna travel. Um, I would have a nice home that like looked how I wanted it to look. I would not be tied to a specific role. Um, so I would definitely be like working in a freelance capacity. Um, I would be fit, healthy. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would be fit and healthy. I would be able to like work from home or like not have to be somewhere to earn money specifically or be dependent on like going to an office or hmm. whatever. Um, yeah, it would involve a lot of travel, um, eating. Not not eating meat. Um, yeah, that's what living free that freely looks like for me. Which is mad, yeah, because it doesn't look that doesn't sound too different to what my life is, you know. Apart from the lots of money part, <laughs> <laughs> but the traveling, the not being not necessarily having to go to an office, um, or Having different roles. Having different roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Currently being in my body. Mm. Exercising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? Um, Living freely for me would be, I think, feeling, feeling more confident to speak my mind. Um, yeah. Feeling more confident to speak my mind. Um, feeling safe to express how I'm feeling. Um, living freely for me would be. I was gonna say wear what wearing what I want to wear, but I think I do wear what I want to wear. But maybe wearing what I want to wear, want to wear, without the initial anxiety second guessing judging myself all of that stuff um so I think I'd go beyond even just like 
clothes and say even like doing particular things to my hair um yeah the way that I outwardly present I think um yeah living freely for me I would outwardly present in like the ways that I feel on a day-to-day basis that fluctuate um living freely for me would definitely be like um the ability to have what I need yeah have what I need materially and have what I want as well materially that would be living freely for me. Um, similarly to you traveling, and similarly to you as well. Um, in terms of like creativity and work, the freedom to just like flow into different parts of my creativity or the roles that I already play or have the capacity to play as well, and being able to just freely move between them. So, yeah, like. I think that we're a little bit, we feel restricted or we feel like we need to see things through all the time. Um, finish product, projects in like a, in a comprehensive way. So it's like if you start writing a book, finish writing the book before you then jump to now start writing a play, for example. Mm-hmm. But I think freedom for me would be to just like move between all of those different things as and when I want. Maybe I'll start writing the book, write the play, finish writing the book. Um, but yeah, I think that's what freedom for me would be. Mm. Yeah. Um, this topic is interesting. Um <laughs> I'm thinking about a friend of mine, Simmy, and he always like mocks me, basically. Not just him, a lot of people actually. So even yesterday, Ghana Bay was getting onto me because I was asking him to do something for me. And then he would start talk, talking to me about financial literacy. <laughs> financial literacy. Um, but I think a lot of people just think I'm just mad because I do... I pretty much do what I want. Um, that's how I live my life, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, yeah, I pretty much just do what I want. I'm not really restricted. I, I try to... I don't like to live in a restricted way. Um... Sorry, there are pros and cons to that. There are real pros and cons to that. Um, and a friend of mine is always just getting on to me, like, oh, I just want to... Because I always say, I just want to be free. He's like, I want to be free. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I just want to be free. I even got it tattooed on me in Ibo um, when I was in Vietnam, like, I own my freedom. Like, mm. freedom is a really, like, it's an important think it's really important for me mm. and even when I think about wanting to have that money or lots of money um I don't care I was saying this to I think it was you the other day like I don't care if I've got all of the money in my bank account I want the things so I the reason why I want the money is so that I can have the things that I want so mm. if you want to buy it for me or if someone wants to get give it to me I don't mind like how I get the things, but I just want the things. I want to be able to get up and go when I want to get up and go mm. on holiday, and not have to think about like paying my rent and that struggle. Or I want to have a nice house that I'm comfortable in. I want to say I'm not doing anything today but meditating. Mm. I'm going to meditate for twelve hours on and off and eat and turn my phone off. Mm. I want to curate a life for myself where. 
I can have the things. Mm. So it's not about the physical money, but just living in the capitalist world that we live in, I acknowledge that money is the currency that will afford me those things. Mm. Um, which is why I want peace in it. And I and I, and I want and I guess why I want them for myself, why I do the part of me that does want that money in my account is because I'm the only person I can control and ensure I get those things. Um, so the ease of just having my own peas so that I can do my own thing. Do you know what I mean? Freedom is really important to me. What When we spoke about when the... So someone actually suggested that we do this topic and they originally spoke about it in relation to sex, mm-hmm. um, which again, I think is another element of freedom that isn't really important to me. Um... And the freedom to enjoy sex, the freedom to have sex in a free way, um, and feel. So I feel like, and I know that we've spoken in the past about, um, yeah, just freedom in relation to sex, and like we've spoken about, or I've spoken about, um, having performative sex. That is that I would that I would call quote unquote good sex, or I would say I'm I've had I've had a good experience, but actually I've not necessarily felt entirely free in my body mm. in during the encounter, or I've felt like I'm performing for the person I'm sleeping with, and or I've felt like I'm trying to please them, um, and that has taken away from my own pleasure mm. or my own ability to just be in the experience. Um, yeah, I think freedom spans like many, many different areas. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. As you were speaking as well, um, actually, when you were speaking about the things that, what your life would look like if you were free, you said that um, you wouldn't eat meat, like not eating meat. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a, how come you equate that to that freedom? I feel so... I don't want to eat meat. I don't mm. like it. I don't like it. No, I don't like how it feels. Okay. Um, I don't like how it feels in my body. Um, but I'm, I feel enslaved to meat. Okay. So, like, for example, the past, let's say, two weeks, I've not eaten it. And then yesterday, I someone made banging fried chicken. And I'm licking off the chicken. <laughs> um, and I couldn't... Not that I couldn't say no... But I didn't say no, mm. and I and I relapsing with eating meat is just I, I always do it. I always, mm. and I think that actually, and I'm I'm feeling that today. I'm feeling it in my body that I can feel that I ate meat. Um, so freedom for me. So not to say that oh yeah, but for me it would be to not have that urge, and like similar with smoking actually, um, yeah, similar with smoking. So. I, having smoked for as long as I have smoked, um, yeah, I just, yeah, yeah, I feel a little bit enslaved to it, a little bit, and I think less and less so, so this year, I think I've had the healthiest relationship with smoking that I've had in a very long time, Mm. Um, and I've definitely gone years in, like, my very Christian phase. I've gone like a full like year and a bit not smoking anything, like not touching anything. Um and I think as well as like a previous cigarette smoker as well, um 
I'm always going to be a cigarette smoker in my head, mm. even though I don't smoke cigarettes. Do you know mm. what I mean? So, like, I'm, but I'm always going to have an urge. Like, I feel like, yeah, if I'm if I'm annoyed, if I've had a long day, I, I want to, I was even saying the other day I want a menthol, that like I really want a menthol. I want someone to buy a bit of menthol because mm. um, I'm not paying for one. But, yeah, that's an option for me in the way that someone that's never been a cigarette smoker, mm. that wouldn't be an option for them. Mm. Um, but when I'm living as my freest self... My vices don't hold weight, yeah, if that okay, makes sense. I hear you. Because I think what I was thinking is more like, because I know, because I know you, um, I know that it is the how it feels, that eating meat, but I do also know that, but you, you like the taste of meat. Mm. So I just wondered how come you weren't looking at it, maybe if you could be free of the way it felt physically in your body, would you... Yeah, how come you're not? I think mm. that if okay. I think that if I because I'm I'm in the one hand I'm an extremist, in the other hand I'm not. Mm. So so I say that to say when I find my balance and I generally don't eat meat, as in I don't eat meat, I can see myself having a little meat once or twice a year, mm. and that, and and that freedom looking at like that for me at that stage. Yeah. Um, where I actually I don't eat meat, but mm. I will eat it like mm. if I want to eat it. Um. Mm once or twice um here or there whereas that's not the case like i had meat yesterday mm. like this i'm gonna have it today mm. and then from tomorrow i'm gonna have to again rework my brain to not want them like to not eat the be eating the meat mm. yeah no i hear you yeah i probably hear you yeah um yeah so our friend did bring up the whole the whole um, freedom stuff was in relation to sex and it was interesting thinking about um, how many sexual experiences I can say I've had where I haven't, where I have been felt free um, mm. and those being like very slim. Um, and just, yeah, I think for me, my relationship with freedom is very different from yours. I think my relationship with freedom is maybe a little bit more like generic in that I don't think I ever conceived of freedom. Um, yeah, I never really conceived of freedom. I think I actually enjoyed not being free. So having like rules and structures to like help me navigate life um, and that informed loads of things like it helps you to inform your feelings um, and your belief systems and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think um, the concept of freedom was very, very alien to me, very just like just abstract for me and to me. So even relating it back to sex or linking it back to sex, having rules or ideas that governed sex um, and like what I'm meant to do or how I'm meant to feel or the ways in which I'm meant to have sex that felt comfortable for a very long time um, and working to try and fit into those things just felt very normal um, for a very very long time and I actually think stepping outside of that outside of the norms outside of the rules outside of the what society says um, can be difficult and I just think that when you when you have a child, I think when when you come into this world, 
um, I think that there's just like a process of helping you to disassociate from self. Um, and that takes place in like all of the institutions that we come into contact with, particularly school. Um, and I, and I think coming back to self is just a strange and like diff almost difficult journey. And then also existing <coughs> in a world with people who are, who remain disassoci disassociated from self for most of their life um, or for a lot of their life. So even as you were saying is about living your life relatively freely um, and doing what you want as much as you can. Um, but how much sometimes, sometimes um, an inconvenience that is to other people or people making you feel like you're inconveniencing them. So a perfect, um, very simple example would be like, if I'm, when we went to, when we went on holiday last year, when we went away last year, we did things very freely, like whatever we was doing, we were doing, yeah. Up and including buying the tickets, including getting accommodation, all of that. To most people, like we're playing with fire mm. <laughs> for us it was just and for you more than me it was just this is we're doing what we want basically um and yeah so I, I'm just highlighting that and I'm just saying that to say that I think living freely as well there's ramifications for being in relationship or just living among other people Definitely, I think I've, as you said that, as you reminded me of our trip last year, I remember, yeah, when we pulled when we got to Nigeria and we got to that first apartment, yeah, um, and we we did the meditation, yeah, and we pulled cards, yeah, mm -hmm. and I remember crying in that meditation. I was crying because number one, that was the first time that we'd meditated. So I think we we were in Dubai for what ten days, nine I think nine mm. days. So there, like let's say nine ten days of not meditating, or for me really praying or doing any kind of spiritual anything. Mm -hmm. Um. So there was a part of like I felt like I was like I couldn't breathe almost. Mm. So that was a big exhale, but also I think like you said that like, being with you on the trip. I was hyper aware of like myself in okay. in relation to that freedom conversation mm. and like doing things I was thinking about accommodating for somebody or not or that I was negotiating that mm. and that have it and I don't I'm I've mainly travelled by myself. Um we'd been away for like over over a week at that point and we had what, four or five weeks to go. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it was just like negotiating the like that feeling of feeling that that slight feeling of being restrained in a sense because I'm in relationship or because I'm doing this with somebody. And I remember that day having the conversation with you about that what was coming up for me in my meditations and that I can't as I can't live in a way that is just like it it feels it's it's too suffocating for me. Mm. So I, I need, and I think actually the ways for me to manage being in relationship, living the way that I live, is to set clear expectations of that, what I can do, what I can't do, what I, like, what are your expectations of this relationship? Mm. So what, 
what do you want? What do you want? So, using the holiday as an example, what do you want the protocol to look like? What do you want the, your days to look like? Okay, I don't necessarily want to do that. Where do we meet a middle ground? And I think just setting clear expectations and boundaries, for me, I'm finding um, in recent years has been really helpful to for me to live how I live and to be how I, I am. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think negotiating my version of freedom um, in relationship is probably the most difficult and challenging um, thing that comes up for me. Mm. Yeah, I was even thinking um, about when I went to America, I did some state hopping in 2018 and I just remember like people just asking me, people that live in America, just asking me like, oh, like, so when are you going to be in this state or that state? And I was very much just free, free flowing with it, um, very much so. So I couldn't tell anybody much up until the very last minute when I had been like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And I know that to like the average person, it just seems like disorganisation or yeah, like it looks like particular things, but yeah, I think free being free and just taking life as it comes in relationship with other people is very interesting. It's very, very interesting. And I think um, when you were talking about when we were travelling, I think maybe it felt as constricting as it did as well because this was my first time in Nigeria. Um, so I think that there was a heightened anxiety in me um, that you maybe were catching or maybe even your own understanding of the situation it was like in this context I have to move differently or there's gonna have to be something that's gonna have to change that didn't have to be the case in Dubai and wasn't gonna be the case in Ghana um but yeah yeah it's interesting yeah it's interesting yeah I think the topic of freedom is mad interesting um because I think that, again, we've spoken very individual like, about our individual experiences, but then there's also, like, bigger things at play. So there is, like, we live in society. So, for example, if freedom for me is walking around naked, I have to put clothes on when I leave my house. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, there are certain kind of social pressures, expectations, norms, the law, that there's certain things that restrain, that maybe don't sit in with what freedom is for me. Mm. Um, and when I think about, when I think about like, even like in terms of like spirituality or spiritual practice, um, I think that there are certain, that, yeah, I just think that there are like, there's expectations or norms that maybe don't fit in with what freedom looks like for me. Mm. Um, but I have to adhere to mm. um, to some degree so I don't think that I as in the world that I live in I, actually I'm, I'm, I'm about to lie because I think what I was going to say is in the world that I live in I don't know if I can live entirely free mm. but I also have to acknowledge the part of me that ascribes to like for example capitalism mm. that I know people that like I've met people should I say that like have completely as much as possible opted out so they have like 
they just don't really engage with they the... They live in a commune. Yeah, whatever. they, like, literally don't engage with, like, society in the ways that I do. They don't engage with money in the ways that I do. Um, I, I met a girl once that, like, literally... Um, she was so surfing from, like, city to city. Mm-hmm. But, like, strangers, so she's did some app. She signed up to this app. She'll now go and sleep in strangers' house. She'll go, sometimes she'll go weeks without bathing. Like, that's how she's choosing to live her life. Do you know what I mean? Um, and she doesn't use money. She barters, so she makes things, gives it to people. All of these kind of things. Do you know what I mean? Um, and she's chosen, like, she, that's the life that she has chosen for herself. That's what freedom looks like for her. So in as much as that, I was, I was going to say that, oh, there was external... There's, well, there were external pressures full stop, so that's just true. But I think that I, I do have a level of agency to plug in to the Matrix or not. And I'm very, very, very plugged in, mm. um, if I'm being very honest with myself. Mm. Um, and that creates its own limitations and restrictions because what freedom looks like in this context is, yeah, there, there, are, there, are, there are external pressures for what freedom looks like for me. And then that makes me think, is that freedom then? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Is it freedom if it's, this has been in some ways imposed on me? If what the nicest shoe looks like has been imposed on me and freedom is I want the nicest shoe, is that freedom? And that's, mm. yeah, we can get philosophical. Even what you're <laughs> saying about this girl, yeah, I think I'm about to get philosophical, but <laughs> I even think about that. So her sofa surfing, her living her life in a free way that, means that for in order for her to lay her head like she's sofa surfing she's using is she not then using other people or relying on the fact that other people are plugged in and therefore have houses um to ensure that she gets to lay her head some under a roof but then sometimes she won't be she won't even be under a roof you know (laughs) (laughs) it's not even funny i've still got her on facebook when i was younger i used to go to all these hippie like they were trying to fix me in it so they would send me to all these like hippie <laughs> camps yeah because I went to weird things on that same camp here it was so lit though on that same camp I was a tree for hours you have to plant yourself I, sh- I probably shouldn't give that away because it's part it's that like part of the it's the main part of the camp but I'm not, I've not said the name of them so okay but yeah you have to plant yourself as a tree in the earth and stand in the forest mm. amongst the trees but it was lit. I wish that I had that experience now because I didn't. But why? What were they trying to teach or whatever? It's, I f- I feel like it's a form of meditation. Now that I'm looking back on it, okay. it was a form of meditation. There's something about that being grounded in there. So literally, like you would stand in a hole in the ground, then someone will come and fill your hole, and you're in a forest. So when you look left and right, all you see is trees, and then that mate. But then we were all in different spots, mm. so maybe you could see the other people. Mm. And at first, obviously, as I think I must have been like 16, maybe 17, maybe 18. But yeah, but I re- like I was young in it. But I remember like at first just thinking this is the maddest white people are so mad mm. is what I was thinking. <laughs> but then after a while, I became the tree that like, I felt like I, I became the tree. I was mm. in that space. I was so grounded. Um, but yeah, I brought that up for, for no reason. But I met this girl there and okay. like so part of so even her being on this camp stuff, she just happened upon them on her travelling through and that that was her first shower that she'd had 
for a while. She kind of was just like on a, yeah, like if you've got a yard for me, I'll go to the dog. Like, Will she sleep on the road sometimes? Yeah. And that she didn't have any shoes and stuff. Yeah. Really? She didn't want it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember, but I just, I don't want to lie in it, but I just know she didn't have shoes though. Where were her parents? I don't know either. I don't remember, <laughs> but I just remember being so fascinated by just how she's choosing to live her life mm. and what freedom looks like for her. I just remember she wrote a poem, and all I remember is something about like, the tears and the rain and all these things. Boy. Boy. But yeah. I think I feel like when we were um, initially speaking about the freedom stuff and the freedom episode and whatever, and it was related in our minds, it was very much related to sex at the time. I think that we um, kind of dissected that in the episode we would consider as well, like what would sexual freedom look like, or how would that manifest? Mm. Um, yeah, what would that look like in in our individual lives or whatever? Um, and I think for me, I don't even know if I can conceive of that personally. Yeah, I don't know if I can conceive of that personally. I don't know if I can conceive of being in relationship with somebody or yeah engaging in sex and being completely free of like what my mind is conjuring up during yeah during those times and stuff um yeah I find that very sad to hear Mm. um and not like because I think that that's not abnormal I think actually when I think about my experience or my conversations that I have with women about sex, I think that that is like bare normal. It's been normalised that women don't feel free or in their body. Um, I think that, so even interestingly, I'm thinking about the last um, party that I attended was a lingerie party. And... At the lingerie party, um, like we played some sex games or like certain conversations, like sex was a topic in it. And I feel like, generally speaking, A, I'm quite open, and B, I think the assumption about me in relation to sex would be that I'm sexually quite free. Um, I think I present myself in a way I project uh some I've projects my that that I'm sexually free, basically. Mm-hmm. And though there's a lot of truth in that, I I have had to confront recently um the parts of that that aren't true. Um I've had to confront my trajectory with sex. Um I've shared previously that I've lost my virginity to rape. Mm. As a young child, um, technically lost my virginity to rape. Um, and so I have got a complicated relationship with sex. 
mm. have had to negotiate that relationship. So like, what's there's a yeah, and just there's just thin lines in it. Um, there's bare thin lines. Um between sexual liberation and oppression in my view mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um there is a really thin line and i i think i'm just recently having to really confront um sexual freedom and abstinence as a form of sexual freedom and one night stands as a form of sexual freedom like the whole like spectrum yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. um i think the more i'm in my body so through exercise Mm. or meditation the more i am in my body Mm. the more aware i am of like where sex hasn't necessarily been free freeing Mm. despite me engaging with it as if it is so despite at the time I might think oh that was amazing sex and the more I'm in my body and maybe have the more maybe having experiences recent experiences where I have felt free sexually I'm just aware of like how previously maybe that wasn't the case and I just think yeah I think a lot of women I think a lot of women and a lot of, I'm even going to go as far as to say a lot of black women. Um, and I say that um, because I th- I'm thinking about like, the ways that culture and p- may potentially religion may shackle women's experiences of sex. Or may, Definitely. no, I say shackle, I'm projecting there. But may influence women's experience mm. of sex. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, 110%. Yeah, I just can't um can't conceive of um my mind or my beliefs about myself and about sex. And these are things that I have just I have been downloaded throughout my life, I think. Um but yeah, just being free of them um and going on to be able to engage with sex in a totally free way. Mm. I can't really conceive of that. Um, And, yeah, hopefully it will actually come one day. But, yeah, I can't necessarily conceive of that. Um, Yeah. I think it's a constant negotiation, though. Mm. I don't know if it's a destination. Mm. Um... And I don't know if, so for example, um, we spoke recently about a very, and it's just, it's weird, you know, because now I'm on the topic in my head, I'm thinking about freedom in relation to sex. The like, I'm about to show my nyash here, people, as I like to do. Um, <laughs> but the person or the, like, the person that I would have said I have had the like, kind of long-standing freest sexual relationship with fam there's a there's a way that I'm shackled to that Mm. I can't I can't even explain it so in my relationship with him what I have valued most about our sexual experiences is the fact that I'm I feel free and able to be myself and even like explore myself 
what I like and don't like and that is just I feel comfortable is the word I feel really comfortable with the person um however a lot of our relationship has been centered around sex yeah and so there's a like and there's a restriction that comes with that Mm. um and there's but there's and there's also a restriction that comes with going back to that person Mm. um because of the good sex or whatever, do you know what I mean? So there's something that's not freeing about the relationship. Mm. Um, so there's that, and then maybe the person that I... And then maybe that there's... there's <laughs> so I'm just trying to talk without... <laughs> I'm shy, I'm a little bit shy. <laughs> but <laughs> also... <laughs> I'm thinking about two other people. One who I have had one sexual encounter with, like we actually only had one encounter ever. And it was, that one encounter was one of the most free, like free, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like that was, a, it was a mad thing. Mm. But because I haven't had, I have, and when I say it was a mad thing, it's not, a, again, it's not even about, oh, it was quote unquote good sex. I'm talking about I was free. Mm. And it was good sex, but it's not about that. It's it's about how I felt in my body. I felt mm. free. Um, and, but I've not had, I, I don't know if I have sex with that person today, if that will be the same okay. experience. Do you know what I mean? I don't mm. know. So I, like that, there was just something about that encounter on mm. that day, the way we, it connected mm-hmm. and the way that was what it was. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and then I think about the person that, I'm, I'm the yeah the person that that's about. Mm. Um, I've been able to access a free place, but I've also there's there's also been encounters where or days where I've not necessarily mm. felt like that. And I think what I'm seeing is that it's the more work I'm doing in myself, the more that is what impacts. So it's not it's not all it's not entirely about the person. Basically, yeah, it's not entirely about oh, who I'm engaging with. Yeah. Or, yeah and I think there's also pros and cons so there's mm. like I've described at the beginning the person that I've maybe had the quote-unquote free sex with that relationship it very much feels that bondage at times yeah um yeah yeah as you're saying that because as you're saying that I was also thinking about the relationship that I was in that I felt like in terms of our sex life moved to a place where it felt more free or felt more free, but it was definitely just, I felt more comfortable. And actually similar to what you were saying, if we look at the relationship as a whole, the whole picture of it, it wasn't a a free environment. It wasn't an environment where I felt free or I could show up as my whole self. Um, And I think actually the the sex element was maybe a means or a tool or a way of like disassociation disassociating mm. from myself rather than and it, I felt comfortable um I felt comfortable for what yeah for whatever reasons I felt comfortable I felt comfortable in front of that person and I actually it's interesting because I don't think I um ever feel uncomfortable being naked in front of people mm. Um, I never feel uncomfortable being naked in front of people. There's certain things I just don't feel uncomfortable with. 
which is interesting because in my mind, I think that the one thing that shackles me a lot is body image. Um, but yeah, in a sexual context, I probably don't feel a way about being naked in front of people. But um, I can just very much identify times that have felt maybe quote unquote free um, or like there's been a, some semblance of freedom that actually I look back now um, that I have a better understanding of self. And it's and it, they were actually times where I've just been able to disassociate from myself. Mm. Um, yeah, and just step outside of myself. It's so interesting though, because I remember we spoke not long ago, or some maybe some months back. But um, and I I spoke <laughs> I was speaking about how sex has played a significant role in my relationship with freedom and freeing myself mm. from abuse. Okay. So I've I was speaking about how being sexually free mm. or learning learning my learning relearning sex for myself outside of sexual abuse mm. was a very important part of understanding what I want in relation to sex mm-hmm. and that so along that journey and again hindsight is a beautiful thing so there have been points where maybe I am expressing sexual freedom in a specific way. So that can be um, being sexually free in it. That can be being at it. That can be be like having lots of sex or having multiple sexual partners. There have been points in my life where that's what it's looked like. And I can see now how important and necessary that was for me to be where I am now Mm. however I can also see the oppressive nature of those periods of my life Mm. and particularly again I need to bring up gender I think sexual freedom the conversation of sexual freedom can't be had outside of the lens of patriarchy Mm. um particularly as the particularly if people are engaging in sex with men um, but even I think even in same sex s- sexual setups, patriarchy still governs yeah. so much about what happens in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. But that's another conversation. Mm. But um, I think that like the ideas, uh, so, yeah, I just think I'm getting to a place of like I'm getting to a place of knowing what I want for myself and knowing what freedom looks like for me across the board, mm. and also in relation to sex. But I I know that I've got here through going through different different periods um, and experimenting and learning what I like and what I don't like. Mm. What is what my morals, values, and practices are in relation to this topic. Mm. Yeah, I definitely hear you. I really, really hear you. With that, I don't think that I'm I'm definitely not in the same or even a similar place to yourself at all I think a lot of my trajectory with sex has been um constraint um abstinence ignoring what ignoring my body ignoring yeah desire um just ignoring things um which is it just speaks to um a serious lack 
in terms of like my belief about my capacity to be free. Um, and as you rightly sort of mentioned, like in terms of gender and race as well, and religion playing their own parts in <coughs> in all of those beliefs and like those those beliefs just being calcified in my psyche. Um, and I just think that a lot of the work is just really getting to the bottom and digging it up, like bringing it up. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I think that, yeah, continuing to work to be free um, and to attain freedom is a very important part of my life. I think also that I need to be brave enough to confront my relationship with capitalism continue to confront my relationship with patriarchy Mm. continue to confront my relationship with culture religion Mm. gender all of these different things that Mm. govern what my version of freedom Freedom, looks like because it's like i'm yeah is it is that really freedom Mm. is freedom even attainable um it's just something that I'm just sitting here just being very honest with myself or trying to be um, about the ways that we, is what I'm even calling free. Is that even free? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The point, the point on the point that you just made about is freedom even attainable? Um, when we broaden it out, so take it out of just sex and broaden that out even more, like, yeah, cast that net wide is freedom even attainable um particularly as we are human beings having like having an experience in in relationship with with one another mm. um yeah is is freedom even attainable and i don't know if it is and i don't know that i would i don't know if it is in its purest form or purest sense um and even me myself I don't know if my life pans out or begins to look a particular way i.e children come into the mix or a long-term partner that I am living living with and whatever if those things begin to come into the mix will my desire for this freedom that I spoke about in the beginning of the episode Will that desire? Will that even be a desire anymore? Um, or will it just change? Will what yeah, freedom will it change? No, it's a shekel in me, day. I'll tell you that for free, fam. <laughs> no man, <laughs> no man is shekel in me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening. I can't compare and die. I can't compare and lose. All this shit on my mind. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Why can't pay me in time? My bitch just ripped me my mood. I tell you, just cut off my line. I tell you, just cut.